Happy Halloween, everybody. You know what Halloween brings. Spooky ghosts, goblins, and of course, our famous salon horror stories. We're back with another edition today. You're going to cringe. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. We've got a little bit of everything in today's episode. Can't wait to share these incredible stories with you. Salon Horror Stories coming right up. Welcome to the Salon Scoop, a podcast by Salon SOS. I'm your host, Scott Moon, the founder of Salon SOS, and I'm obsessed with helping salon professionals live their best life. In this show, we shop talk all things salon to bring you real life stories, debates, entertainment, and inspiration to help you find happiness and success in this beautiful industry. If you work in the salon industry in any capacity, this podcast is open to you. So set down your scissors or rinse out that toner and let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to a long-awaited edition of Salon Horror Stories. We are back. It has been a while, but I am super excited for this Halloween edition of Salon Horror Stories. Sarah, what do you think of Halloween as a as a holiday in general? Oh, I love spooky season. I love all things spooky, so I'm like as soon as October hits, I'm all about, I love all the de decor. I love the spooky stories. So I'm like, this is my season. I'm here for it. Nice. Well, we've got some uh, some great new stories today. Uh, some spooky, some kind of just weird, some a little bit like, oh my gosh, crazy. Um, <laughs> it's, we're gonna have some uh, gonna have some fun with them today. And it's so wonderful that our community keeps contacting us with new stories. Just when we think that we've heard everything, someone contacts us with a new doozy. So please, please don't hesitate. If you have something you know crazy that's happened to you in your salon world just hit us up on our social media you know salon at salon s.s.o.s or you know through our email info at salon sos.ca however you want to do it contact us we would love to feature your story we love these episodes the more stories we get the more that we'll churn them out that being said let's dive into our first story of the day that involves a cult taking over the salon. I cannot wait to hear how this one gets going. So the salon owner owned the entire building. So it was a two-story building. Throughout the building, there was lots of um, rentals, very transient, lots of kind of odd people in and out, kind of on the outskirts of town. And she was a bit of a character herself. And so much of her life of what happened outside of the salon, like flowed into the salon. So whether it was, you know, boyfriends who were like, part of mafia dealings or criminal activity always seemed to kind of, you know, come into the salon. There was always very questionable people around. So life at that salon was just chaotic at best at any time. I truly feel like we could have made a soap opera just on all the things that happened there. It was a staff of about, I'd say 10 people over the 10 years that I was there. It was people in, people out. And it was crazy. It was like people in the salon were secretly dating or had little trysts that they thought nobody knew about but we all knew about um, again there was some criminal activity that was happening not necessarily 
with the salon, but at the salon, there was again, questionable people working for drugs, printing false money. There were all kinds of like, again, people having parties in there after hours. It just made no sense. I like the sounds of this place. I don't know about you, Sarah, but I mean, uh, wild after hours. But do you have after hours parties with like Hell's Angels or anything in your salon? Not typically. Um, yeah, that's yeah, pretty. Those opportunities are few and far between. But yeah, no, I don't think that it sounds like it would be an uninteresting place to work at. So lots of action. <laughs> Definitely lots of action. I'm uh, curious about the uh, illegal printing of money. Like, do they have some kind of machine going on? Yes. What does this salon actually look like? Is there a basement or you can't be doing this stuff just out in the open, no? Yeah, no, exactly. So yeah, this is interesting. I'm curious to hear where it goes. For sure. Let's continue. One of the big things that happened that was 100% legit that it happened. I know people say, oh, you know, this person's crazy or that's cult. We actually had a cult that had association with the salon, believe it or not. Um, they were tied into the salon owner and her, her children and family. They were tied into this uh, church that was in the neighboring town. And they really preyed on people who were looking to fit in and looking to kind of be a part of something. So whether these people were just lacking direction or wanted something to bind to, um, they all started going to this church. And the church wanted more and more involvement in the salon. So not only were they trying to convince people to come to the church and, oh, it's cool, rock band church, and that's awesome. They started again having like ceremonies inside of the salon when we weren't there. They were running semi-legitimate businesses such as contracting or catering throughout the salon as well, kind of weird after hours. And very much the push of the salon was get people to come, get people to come, or make them feel guilty that they're not being a part of their faith or not coming as they need to be a part of this church and this cult to the point that there was actually um, a W5 episode that was all about this church and how it really was a cult and the leader just didn't seem to think so. So the idea was you invest your money from your business into the church and we will help you and we'll help you get on your feet. And the money was being funneled into all kinds of private accounts. Um... Okay, so is this like some new strategy to be able to get like a whole bunch of new clients quickly to the salon? Uh, is this like a new, I don't know, client building strategy that salons are, are going with, Sarah? Am I out of the loop? It's kind of smart. Like I'm listening to this and like picking up some little key, like pointers and stuff. I'm just kidding, kind of. But um, yeah, no, yeah. like I'm like, if you want, you know, like diehard clients, I mean, this would probably be the way to go about it. They're probably really loyal. I mean, we talk about Very. we talk about loyalty programs all the time and the importance <laughs> of it. Um, I don't... <laughs> Maybe all you have to do is sell your soul, right? Yeah, exactly. Nothing much to it. I'm also curious about this salon owner. Like, were they a service provider themselves? It sounds like probably not. I mean, how would they have time if they're doing all yeah. these other things and affiliated with so many kind of shady things on the side? Exactly. Oh my goodness. This is funny. I like this story. It's very interesting. <laughs> maybe they were maybe they were running the salon as like a money laundering, you know, business uh, on the side. Again, smart, smart business or cult like behavior. They're very <laughs> kind of on the same page. So There's a fine line. There's a fine yes, line. Yes, exactly. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see what happens next. I remember coming in one day and she thought it was funny to put dead mice inside of color boxes 
so that we would pick them up and the mice would fall and mice would fall out and we'd be freaking out all over the place just day-to-day kind of stuff like that dead mice I would lose my shit like that would be my two weeks notice right there how is that even supposed to be funny it's it's not funny well okay I was kind of giggling because I'm like I used to live with some roommates and we had this fake rat that looked very realistic and the joke her name was rat Benatar so we would put her in different places in the house and even though you knew she was fake you still had that just like like stomach drop feeling every time you saw her that's funny that's comedy this is psychotic yeah, it's sick. sick. Really. Yeah. Did um, she find the dead mice? Did she kill the mice? Was this part of a ritual? What is going on? Must have been part of the cult ritual. I would assume as much. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, God. Very Halloween y. Very Halloween y. But, <laughs> but just so, so wrong. Very sick. Yes. Should we hear what happens next? Multiple occasions. Did I have paychecks bounce? Did I have half of my tools missing? Did I have personal items that magically went missing and oh, nobody knows where they are and nobody knows what's going on. The building was in brutal deterioration and absolutely infested with mice and voles backed onto a big field. So we always had issues with bugs and mice and pests and all kinds of things. Um, There was always a million people in the building coming, going, family, renters, you know, fights in between stylists. We had two stylists die while we were there. There was just like, it was issue after issue after issue. And at so many points, I just kind of sat back and surveyed the situation. And I'm like, how does somebody like this keep a business running for 40 years with no direction and no real plan? Wow, this definitely seems like money laundering to me. There just seems to be no no real care for the actual business of a hair salon. It's everything else possible. I love how this lady just kind of glossed over the fact that two employees died while they were there, you know, like, eh, no big deal. Just one of the many, many, many crazy things, right? I think we need to do like a quick video, like screenshot of my face at that point. I was like, what the, like people died and we're just glossing (laughs) over this? (laughs) <laughs> just total oh, gloss over total gloss yeah, over minor so, detail right <laughs> i mean but you have to ask like with all this stuff going on a lot of it being personal like why did this why did this lady stick around for 10 entire years i mean maybe like it kind of sounds like a tv show maybe just the entertainment and like the every day like every day is something new and like I don't know. I'm watching Sons of Anarchy right now. And this is sounding very, I'm like, this is a clubhouse. This is a cover up. This is not a hair salon right there. This is a front for all of the other things going on. So maybe just like the, you know, vicariously living through somebody else's drama without being fully, you know, involved in it was kind of exciting. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's hear from her about this. So the reason I stayed as long as I did that 10 full years I think you get into a bit of repetition where you want to have stability and you're looking for an opportunity to have somewhere to anchor to, be it good or bad. Because I was in a rental situation, I controlled my hours. I controlled the brands I wanted to use. I was able to control my little bubble of things. So within my bubble, because I booked my own appointments, I took my own um, payments, I did all that myself. I was able to skirt a little bit out of some of the craziness that happened in the salon world or in that salon. Wow. 
big sigh, big sigh. That's kind of what I've got. From, that's my that's my take from that one. It's like just, just it is wow. a lot, a lot to unpack. Yes, absolutely. That is wild. Could not imagine experiencing uh, all of that, but really appreciate appreciate the share. A real cult that was featured on a W five. I know that uh, I know that show. I mean, that's the real deal. It's not like she was just sort of saying, "Oh yeah, it seemed like cult like behavior." No, this was legit, and it was covered on national television. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm, I'm totally looking for that W5 episode now too. So <laughs> yeah, we're on it. All right, let's move on to our next story, which this one I'm going to title Clueless. You'll see what I mean when we listen. Let's start okay. it off. Probably 10 or 15 years back when I worked in my first corporate salon, I had a client that was pretty regular. She would come probably every other weekend and right before closing on Saturdays because she went out a lot. Um, I hadn't seen her maybe in like a month or so, and she showed up out of the blue a little earlier than usual. Um, her hair was wet. She came in. She looked really distressed, and she said, I just need you to blow dry my hair and flat iron it. I said, oh, are you going out tonight? She was like, no, I'm going to the ER. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up a second. You're on your way to the ER but you stop off at the salon to get your hair done? What? Scott, she got to be looking good. Maybe there's a hot doc you need to impress. Who knows? No, no, no. Seriously, like, is this is this for real? <laughs> I mean, if you've seen how I've ended up at the doctor and stuff, no, it is not a priority for me to be looking good. But I mean, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds weird. But anyways, let's find out why she's actually on her way to the ER. Yeah. I was like, what happened? Are you okay? She said... Well, I was taking a shower and I just started feeling this pain and it doubled me over in the shower and something came out of me. It was like fat and fleshy and I picked it up and put it in some plastic and I finished my shower and I got out and I was still feeling pain and I said, pink and fleshy? She was like, yeah, I don't know what it is here. It's in my purse and she pulls out this pink moon-shaped clump. And it wasn't in a plastic bag. It was in like some plastic that you would take off of products that had like the vacuum seal on it. The thing where they would like fuse it together, like some plastic she found off of her soap or something. And she pulls it out of her purse and she said, see what, I don't know what it is. I just kind of looked at her and I said, and you have this in your purse? She said, yeah, I wanted them to see it because I don't know if it's like something important. So I continued to do her hair and I was really perplexed. Like, I can't believe she's carrying this around in her purse. This is really gross. And the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, so she said this came out of her while she was in the shower and she was in pain. So I Googled it and it was actually a fetus. What? Are you kidding me? I am cringing right now it's in her purse why'd it's she bring it in her purse in a plastic bag in her purse uh, no and i want to broach this with sensitivity because obviously this is a sensitive subject but like what oh i've got shivers i know i don't know what to say i'm uncomfortable very uncomfortable <laughs> i'm a man i'm even more uncomfortable Ugh. okay let's uh let's let's carry on and, and and find out more 
she was about maybe three or four weeks along. And it had the indentions in it where the eyes were starting and had that moon shape where the little uh, like limbs were starting to grow, the tail. It was it was really, really gross. And the whole time I kept thinking like, oh, my gosh, I wonder if she's OK. I wonder if she you know realizes that, you know, she just had a miscarriage in the shower. And I was just like it just kept going through my head. But that was one of the grossest, most insane experiences that I've had behind the chair. That might be the most disgusting thing that I have heard. Like, I cannot even imagine that this happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss. And like I say, it's, it's a very sad situation. Obviously, miscarriage is like a terrible thing that affects so many women. But just the way that this was uh, come about I don't know what I would do if someone sat in my chair and whipped that out of their purse like that would that's traumatizing oh my gosh you could hear it in her voice too yes like, this, is, this is an this is an all-timer I yes. never heard anything like this before and hopefully we never hear anything like this again um, I'll be thinking about this regularly though this is gonna be this lives rent-free from here on out like I will be thinking about this mm. so all right, let's move on to our last story of this uh, this edition. Uh, I can't say that it's a, it's a it's slightly lighter note, but uh, I think also something that you just could not possibly imagine ever happening in your salon environment. Close your eyes, listen to this story, and try to picture it coming to life in your salon, and you're going to be completely blown away. The very first job that I ever worked at was in a mall chain salon setting. Where the salon was situated in the mall was right by the food court. So lots of people would congregate. And you'd always see a lot of foot traffic in the hallway kind of moving past the salon. And I was relatively naive. I didn't know all the clientele. I didn't know all the people. But there was a customer that would come in pretty regularly to get his haircut. So I knew him by face. And I would always work the front desk and answer phones. So I'd see him walk by on a regular basis. So it was just sort of a regular Saturday afternoon. The salon was busy. Things were buzzing. The mall was busy in general. And he walked up to the counter and he said, oh, hi, how are you? How are things going? Do you mind if I use the bathroom? Not thinking anything of it. I said, of course you can. You're a regular customer. You help yourself. You know where it is. Great. Thank you so much. Off he goes. Walked through the salon. And I'm, you know, five minutes go by. 10 minutes go by, 15, 20. At this point, I'm sort of thinking like, I haven't seen this guy emerge out of the back yet. So what exactly is going on? Ooh, mysterious. What is going on? I've there got multiple. So many, yeah. yeah, there could be so many possibilities, right? I also started my salon career in like a chain, like salon in the mall. And we also had some interesting thing uh, things go on where people were in the bathroom for too long, and it typically involved drug usage. Um, so I'm curious to hear where this one goes, because again, I feel like there's so many different paths it could take. Yeah, or did he, I mean, maybe something happened, he like passed out in there, or... Totally. Um, I'm very curious to, to sort of see, but your mind instantly goes like, hmm, and if you're in that situation, you're like, he's been there a long time, like, what could, what could be the issue? And you probably start thinking about all these different scenarios, and... <clears throat> 
Yeah, let's find out more. My boss comes over and taps me on the shoulder and he goes, did you let so-and-so, I'm not going to use names, we'll call him Billy Bob for argument's sake, did you let Billy Bob use the bathroom? And I said, well, yeah, he's a regular customer. Why wouldn't I do that? And he goes, oh, my God, don't ever do that again. I'm like, why? What's the problem? He goes, I'm going to leave it to you to go to the bathroom and ask him to go. He's been in there long enough. It's time for him to go. And I'm starting to scratch my head going, what is everybody's concern? Why do I need to go get him out of the bathroom? So I get out of the desk. I walk to the back. I knock on the bathroom door. Hey, Billy Bob, is everything okay in there? I hope you're okay. Yeah, yeah, great. I'll be out in two minutes. Sure enough, two minutes later, the door opens. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And he goes to leave the salon. As he's walking out of the salon, I see on his back end a gigantic patty of poo stuck to the back of him. And we're all, you know, in a gasp that this is happening, going, oh, my God, do we say something? Do we not? Do we just let him go on his way? So we let him leave. And he was, okay, thank you so much. See you later. And again, my boss comes over and he goes, okay, well, now that he's out, maybe you should go check the bathroom afterwards. And again, I'm thinking, okay, like clogged toilet, what's going on here? So I walk to the back and I open the door and I kid you not, there was not a surface in that bathroom that was not smeared with feces. It was absolutely everywhere. The toilet, the door handle, the taps, the cabinets, the walls. I'm like, how does one person, first of all, create that much feces and then have the thought, I think I should redecorate the bathroom with it? No! At, at that point you have to burn the entire place down there's no there's no fixing it there's no cleaning that i would be burning the entire place down oh my god oh it's not where i saw this going i know i was i thought maybe something was wrong with him or uh, like you said maybe you know he's doing some kind of illegal activity or maybe some sort of sexual activity or something yeah. uh, with <laughs> oh my god Goodness. Oh, yeah. Clearly not the interior decorator that you want to be calling for your salon, Sarah. No, this is like toddler behavior. What is going on? I I don't even know how to respond to this. Like, I'm like, I, do, I also I'm kind of cracking up because she's talking about the hierarchy. I'm also like, well, I wouldn't have to be cleaning. <laughs> I'd probably get one of the new girls to do it. So go. new girl, new girl. We've got something for I'm, you. I've done my time here. What's kind of funny about this, but we're going to have to understand the the psyche of this of this man. He seemed all jolly and he came out and he was smiling and saying, thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody. After doing what he just did, that seems a little bit creepy. I was going to say, I feel like there's something there's something off there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's hear how this uh, how this closed up. So as per the bottom of the totem pole type of hierarchy that happened at the salon, because I was the youngest, because I was the assistant, because I was sort of the last in, it was my responsibility to clean the bathroom. Furthermore, it was my responsibility because I let him go to the bathroom. I was pretty much ready to quit on the spot when I heard that it was my responsibility to go in and clean it, but... 
I didn't want to lose the job and I was there to do my, you know, apprenticeship and really get into the industry. So I goggled up and I gloved up and I Lysoled up and cleaned the whole bathroom. And every day I would see him walk past, oh, hi, oh, hi, how's it going? And I'm like, never again, never again. Well, I guess this just gives new meaning to the term. Sometimes shit hits the fan, right? Yeah. Shit happens, Scott, you know? <laughs> In the salon world, that the is salon. the truth. That is the truth. Everyone, you heard it here first. Um, more salon horror stories for our Halloween season. Hope you enjoyed them. Laughed a little bit. Cringed definitely a little bit. Uh, learned something. And please feel free to reach out with your own horror stories. If you've had something crazy happen or you know somebody, have them reach out so we can share in future episodes and continue to entertain everyone in the industry with our wonderful salon horror stories. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Salon Scoop podcast. This show is produced by Salon SOS, a digital marketing agency by industry professionals for industry professionals. If you want simple and affordable solutions for any of your salon marketing needs, such as websites, client loyalty, Google search rankings, social media, or more, come visit us at salonsos.ca or on Instagram at salon.s.o.s. If you want to hear more episodes like this and help us continue to bring the industry great content, it would mean so much to us if you would support us in one of the following ways. Either share this episode with one other industry professional and rate the show on Spotify or write us a quick review on Apple Music. We want to hear your feedback. If you have follow-up questions or ideas for future episodes, please reach out. DM us on Instagram at salonis.s.o.s or hit us up on our website again at salonsos.ca. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go get your hustle on, keep smiling, and we'll catch you on our next episode.